0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Disneyland Devoted. I'm your host, Michelle, and as always, I appreciate you. And and I could tell it was not a capacity because there was no way. There are certain rides that no matter what you do are pretty high wait times, but in general, some of those busy ones were not as busy as I've seen, so I just felt there's no way this could be full capacity, but I won't know till I get there. And some people in my life were like, are you insane? Why would you go? During this busy time because it's Disneyland and it was my birthday weekend and I had to go. I just had to go. So Saturday, July 4th, the park opens at 8 a.m. At 7 a.m., we could get into the virtual queue to go on Rise of the Resistance. It was 7 and 12 p.m. 7 a.m. and if you and the next time you could try to get into the virtual queue was 12 p.m. So at 7 a.m., 6:58, I am on the app, ready to go into the virtual queue. They make it very easy when you open the app. There's like a uh, you know like a button there to enter the queue. They kind of get you ready. It's 7 o'clock. It opens up. Instantly, it says to me, it's full. I'm like, how is that possible? It was like seconds. Mm -hmm. But apparently, a second too long, too late was I because we could not get into Rise of Resistance on the 7 o'clock. So we had to try it again at 12. So I set an alarm on my phone for Two minutes or five minutes before 12 p.m. So that no matter where I was, I would stop and do the try to do the virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance. So that was kind of a bummer. So we got downstairs from the hotel. We're staying at the Grand Californian and we went to go get in line at Disneyland. Well, we didn't really know. We didn't know our way around at that point. So we didn't really know how to get out of like where we got down. Um, and how to get to Disneyland. Like, we just didn't know. So, there was like this long line of people. So, we figured, oh, that must be it. It was kind of curved around. Which, unfortunately, we were in that line for like five minutes before we realized that that was the line to get into DCA. So, we had to leave that line and then go find our way how to get into downtown Disney and over to Disneyland. So, we did that, got in line before eight o'clock, got through the gates before eight o'clock, which was amazing. And they kind of herded us into Main Street. Well, there was no social distancing there, let me tell you. We were packed in there. But it was super exciting. We were all kind of there on Main Street with rope drop up ahead. But I wasn't sure what was going to happen because during, like, the first few weeks they were open, sometimes they would let you even past where the hub, past that hub there and kind of let you filter around because they didn't want everybody congregating on Main Street, but that wasn't happening. So we were all kind of right there. So you're waiting for 8 a.m. for rope drop so we can get in. I get very excited to listen to the PA guy come on and kind of work the crowd a little bit with his, you know, his normal scripted speech. But he didn't do that before 8 a.m. So that was a little bit of a bummer. Like, I really look forward to that raw rah However, the crowd counted down to 8 a.m. and then just went like crazy cheering and that of course makes me all excited you know I'm crazy cheering as well and then we all just filter in and something I've learned a hundred million times going to Disneyland is you feel like when you're in that scenario that there's it's going to be super crowded because there's so many people around you but everybody goes to different places and it really isn't that crowded it's like the crowd just completely uh just what's the word I want, Um, breaks up and just goes in so many different directions that it's not that crowded. So the first thing we were going to hit was Haunted Mansion because I had been watching the app, like I said, and I knew the Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean were, there's no fast pass. So I knew that it was going to be a little crowded and those were in our family's must-haves. And let me just pause there as a reminder. As always, before going to Disneyland or DCA, I always ask the family what their must ride attractions are so i can make sure that we hit those because you can't do everything and no matter how much you want to no matter how hard i try i we just can't do everything so haunted mansion and pirates were on the top of the list besides some like indiana jones and um big thunder which wasn't necessarily the first thing we wanted to do but i knew those got really crowded so they were going to be like number three and number four so we Trek it over to Haunted Mansion and get to the gates and there's the cast member saying Haunted Mansion is not open at this time and they don't know when it's coming back up. Okay, total picture of balloon, air, seep out of the balloon, not a happy camper. All right, all right, let it go. So we walk past that. Walk past Splash Mountain, and my family does not like Splash Mountain. I'm with my husband and my daughter. They don't like to ride Splash Mountain, but I do. But I'm not going to ride it single rider line first ride. So we go past it. We go to Winnie the Pooh, and it's as adorable as always. So we get off the ride, and my favorite treat shop is right there called Pooh Corner. It's my absolute favorite. We always get a treat there. Go right over there, closed, not open yet. I'm like, mm, So, head back over to Pirates of the Caribbean. Not open. I was like, this is, like, I think my head might spin off its axis. They're like, sorry, folks, it's not open. We don't know when it's going to come up. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? This is like the, this is 4th of July. You got to be kidding Haunted Mansion is closed. My favorite treat shop is closed. Pirates is closed. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So we walk through, we walk past there and go into fantasy land. Well, my daughter's stomach was bothering her a little bit. So we sat down at Red Rose Tavern to give her a moment. She had some apple um, chips, which she loves, some dried apple chips, and a milk, and so she started to feel better, and so we went on our way, and we rode a couple of rides in there. Meanwhile, like, we rode Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, we rode Pinocchio, but Uh, Peter Pan's flight was already really, really crowded and so was Snow White. And I know because Snow White was revamped and the line was already really crowded. But like Mr. Toad's was like five minutes and Pinocchio was like five minutes. So we went to Pinocchio, then we went to Mr. Toad's wild ride. Well, while we were standing in line, I noticed that Pirates was open again, was open for the first time rather. So we got, we went through Mr. Toad's wild ride. We started to head towards Pirates and decided just to go ahead and go through the Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough, which is just such a great place. So we walked through there, took some pictures, watched that, went down, headed over to Pirates of the Caribbean, closed. I'm like, are you kidding me? It was just open. So my daughter and my daughter really wanted to go on. Big Thunder and my husband didn't want to go with her and I don't go on that necessarily but I was going to take that moment to go over to um, Splash Mountain do a single rider line so they rode she rode Big Thunder he waited for her I rode Splash Mountain oh I just love that ride and you know what I put the cart before the horse let me just back up a little bit We did also ride Indiana Jones earlier in the day. That was amazing. That ride never disappoints. Um, But the reason that I know that I jumped the gun is because there was a couple other things that we rode before then. But because I'm going to tell you an important thing about when I was on Splash Mountain. But before I get there, I should say, let's talk about the crowds. Um, I noticed around the 11 o'clock hour in a normal day at Disneyland, it starts to get a little crowded, like where you're a little like you're feeling like, whoo, this is crazy. The wait times are a little bit longer. It really wasn't like that. Um, it, it, yes, it got a little crowded, but not unbearably. So we were able to get a lot done. So I really was feeling like they were not at full capacity. We rode the train. We rode, um, I, I wrote down all these rides that we rode. We rode so many rides. Um, uh to do, do, do i'll come back to my beloved uh favorite ride in the whole world in a moment um but we rode quite a few so here's how i know what time it was when i was on splash mountain so my daughter's on big thunder my husband is waiting for her i'm on single rider splash mountain i'm so excited it's still the um original uh theming they haven't closed it yet to re-theme it I'm writing it. I'm like super excited. And all of a sudden my watch tells me that it's like five minutes to 12 and I need to get on the virtual queue or try to get the virtual queue through the app for Rise of the Resistance. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I'm on the ride with my phone out, which I've already gone down one little hill. I'm already soaking wet. I'm trying to quickly get on the queue at 12 o'clock. Fortunately, it was not at the big drop. I got in the queue for us right as we were making the climb up the big drop. It was so perfect. I was so excited. So we got on the virtual queue and it said it would be like, two to three hours at this point. So I was like, okay, three o'clock. Don't even care. Put the phone away. I actually, I know this might be a little TMI, but I, I'm i about to go down the big drop and it, it's super, everything's going to get wet and I don't want the phone to fall out. So I immediately shove it down my shirt and my bra because I'm scared to death. I'm like, put it by my armpit. I don't want to lose it. I don't want it to get wet. I had to do this virtual queue while on Splash Mountain. So did the big drop absolutely loved it I just love that ride went through where you get to see the geese dancing I'm so excited meanwhile the guy behind me is laughing and telling me how great that was and how he was able to get in the virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance while on the ride I'm like me too like we both were doing that didn't realize so I get off that ride and notice that Pirates is open So I text my husband and daughter, and they're right there. So I tell them, go ahead and go, because by the time I get off the ride and get all the way over there, it could close again. So they rode Pirates of the Caribbean. I did not, unfortunately, which is kind of a bummer, but I'm glad they got to go. But I noticed that the rides kept going down, and I was like, what is the deal? And then it dawned on me. I know they close the rides periodically for cleaning, and so... When that would happen, which happened several times, of course, while we were there, it would get really crowded in some of the other rides because the ones that were closed, there was nobody in queue, obviously, so people would go to another ride. So I started to figure that out, um, but it was kind of inconvenient, and it also was inconvenient not to have FastPass. For years, I never used FastPass, and then we started using it, and now I'm like an avid FastPass pass. User and I can't imagine being without it. And then I was. And I just so appreciate it. And I know that they're going to have like this paid thing for fast pass like where you're going to have to pay extra for admission and then like fast pass is part of that i'm not crazy about the fact that they're going to charge extra will i pay for it uh yes because fast pass just makes your life so much easier we never waited more than 30 minutes for any ride without fast pass okay it wasn't full capacity at least i don't believe it was but we did stand in line to go to everything we wanted to ride and we didn't have super long wait times and so that was a blessing and we rode just about every single thing that we wanted to ride so uh, right after they rode pirates i didn't want to ride it's a small world until later okay just so you know it's my absolute favorite i wanted to get everyone's favorite rides in because i know it's a small world doesn't really have long wait times and i could ride at any time and i didn't want to be rushed and just the way that we were navigating the park we went on you know mark twain and the train and all these things we just i just didn't want to feel like we had to take that detour over there i just wanted to wait until it wasn't super crowded and we'd go over there so we took our break midday and then we came back in and we rode some more rides and then we rode It's a small world and you know what? It's as amazing as it always has been. I absolutely love that ride. I see something new every time. And I always say to myself, was that always there? Like, I just never noticed that. How is that possible? But there's something new I see every single time. And then you go through that little gift shop right there when you get off the ride, and I want to buy every single thing. The only complaint I have about that gift shop, it's very juvenile. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's supposed to mean that the ride is juvenile. I refuse to believe that. Or if it's just a little juvenile in that... Um, In that gift shop, like I, uh, that's the only complaint I have, but I still love it. Like I have an It's a Small World Dooney and Burke purse and wallet, and those are not juvenile. Based on the price, they're not juvenile. The theming on there, the design is absolutely gorgeous. I absolutely love those two pieces there. So you can have It's a Small World merchandise and not feel like you're a little kid, but in that gift shop, it's just a little juvenile. I still love it. But there you have it. Um, and my daughter bought a big old stitch in there, a big old stuffed animal stitch. Okay, so we did everything that we said we were gonna do. We rode as many rides as we could, but unfortunately we could not ride everything, right? So we got on the virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance. It said it was going to be like three o'clock. And so on the app where you're in the virtual queue, the the spot that shows you how long of the wait time before they're going to call your number will keep updating. And it kept getting longer than shorter, longer than shorter, longer than shorter, then longer, then longer and longer. I mean, it was like going to take forever. So we... We took our break, we went back into the park, and we did things like I said, and then I just kept watching that. Well, it was not until seven o'clock until they called our um, our boarding group, because that's what you get. You get in the virtual queue, and then you get a boarding group number, and it was 7 p.m. when our virtual when our boarding group was called, and you have an hour to get in there. So we think foolishly that we're gonna go over there and we're gonna get on this ride. Oh my stars and stripes. We waited seven hours to get our boarding pass and we stood in line in the queue for an hour and a half. I have never waited an hour and a half for anything. But you had no idea what like you we aren't familiar with the cues, right? So you don't know what's around every corner. And at some point the entire you're like with a group of people standing in line for an hour and a half, so you become buddies. At one point, the people in front of us would turn a corner first and they turn around and say, "Oh my god, there's more lines." And it was like just this defeating process. And then we got like what we now know to be almost the end. And some folks were leaving the queue, like coming back and saying, oh, they've closed it down. They're not going to let anybody else in. And those of us around each other were like, we're going to wait till someone official tells us that. They were mistaken, right? They let us in. But it took an hour and a half to get on that ride. That was such a long wait. The ride itself was epic like epic better than any like themed attraction that I could have imagined in a new space that I've ever ridden like it was so great if you like Star Wars you will feel like you are there I mean the stormtroopers the uniforms the music the sounds the lights the theming everything is just Star Wars 100% it was so amazing you go through these, you you go through this area where they've like, where the, um, where you're captured and then uh, the resistance comes and then you get on this ride, like this car and you're like fighting the stormtroopers and Kylo Ren and you're like moving around and I'm not going to give, I don't want to give much away so I'm not being like super detailed because you just really need to experience this and no matter what I say and how many videos you watch, it's nothing like, When you get there, there was only one part that was simulation that I was like, if this goes on one more second, I may lose uh, my lunch. But um, for the most part, it was like super mild and I would do it a hundred times over. It was like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. So like that hour and a half that you waited, it would have been devastating if it was like a five minute ride. And it wasn't. It was so so great. And I would recommend that ride a hundred times over. I would not wait an hour and a half for it ever again. And if I had, if that, if I knew that was the case, I would never do it. That was just so much. But honestly, when we got off the attraction, all three of us were like, that was worth it. The wait was worth it. It really is it really is a terrific ride. I highly recommend that. So that we get off of that and it's like nine o'clock and the 4th of July fireworks, which is the first time they've done the fireworks since reopening is about to start. So we are all trying to get out as fast as we can and get all the way over to where you can see the fireworks. There was no chance we are going to Main Street because that was going to be crowded. So what we did is we sat on the half wall in front of the Haunted Mansion because the fireworks are kind of you know they're over rivers of america towards the castle but over back to the left a little bit so our view was tremendous and they piped the music in so you can hear it all around you you don't have to be in front of the castle no you can't see the projections and whatever was going on over there i'm sure was amazing but where we were sitting we got to see the fireworks and all their glory and it was just such the crowning jewel it was so Awesome. Absolutely loved it. Watch the fireworks. And then I broke my golden rule. We were pooped at that point. So like everybody else, we got in the line to get out of the park and it took us about a half hour, 45 minutes to do so to meander through over to Main Street, out Main Street and back to our room. But we were just kind of pooped at that point. Like we had really, we had only taken just maybe an hour and a half, two hour break in the middle of the day. We had done, like we'd waited for Rise of the Resistance for an hour and a half. It just kind of sucked the energy out of us. Um, At that point, we were just ready to go. But we felt like we had done so much. I mean, we could have stayed a little longer, maybe rode Autopia, which we never got to ride. Or maybe Peter Pan or some of those other things, but we felt like we had done enough, and we had to get up in the morning and go to DCA, so we didn't want to push it. We didn't feel disappointed or like we like we missed out or anything. Um, it was a gorgeous, wonderful day. It was not super crowded. We got to ride all the main things we wanted to do. It was emotional to be there. Like I got very excited when we could see it. Like before we went in into the park. I got very emotional and I was in there. I missed it so much. It was everything that I had been waiting for. It's such an amazing place and not everything was running. Like we couldn't ride the monorail like I already mentioned and we couldn't ride. Um, if I did mention that, I think I may have mentioned that in the other episode, but monorail was not up and running. Nemo was not up and running. Um, there was maybe a few other things that weren't, but everything else was, and um, we didn't go into Toontown. Um, and, uh, we, oh, and Launch Bay wasn't open. Um, but we don't ride like Space Mountain, which I know that upsets some of you, but we didn't ride that. But the wait times were like in the forties or whatever. Um, so just everything that we wanted to do, we were able to do. So it was an amazing day. I am so, so glad that I didn't wait till Christmas time to go back because I, I feel like at Christmas time, potentially, although COVID is... Bringing, uh, coming back, and and popping up all over, but that was reduced capacity. So even though it was crowded for. That capacity, it still wasn't as crowded as I've seen. So we had a wonderful, amazing experience considering that we didn't have fast pass. I wouldn't change that for anything. We got to do all the things we wanted to do. I didn't really care for the rides closing all, you know, periodically, but yet I completely appreciate and respect what they were doing. So I can't really complain too much about that. Um, everyone that was there seemed to be super excited. It's always nice to be around my people, as I say, um, my other fellow Disney people. So worth it absolutely love it if you get a chance to go i highly recommend it disney has now changed their policy back to where you need to wear a mask indoors whether you're vaccinated or not when we went it was kind of like in that we were like the meat in the sandwich when it first opened you had to wear a mask all the time when we went if you were vaccinated you didn't have to wear a mask at all and now they're back to you, vaccinated or not when you're indoors you must you must wear a mask so we kind of got there right in the middle So that is it, my friends. That was our beautiful day at Disneyland. It was amazing. So I hope that you are all having a wonderful week and that you're being safe and healthy and that everything is coming up roses for you. And join me for my next episode where I talk about our experience at DCA. So until next time, bye.